Well, hello, church. Welcome to New Community Elkins Podcast. I'm Pastor Bobby Benavides, and I'm excited to have you with us. I hope you can enjoy the message. May it encourage you, challenge you, and move you forward in your relationship with Jesus. Well, again, good morning, church. I'm glad to be with you here at New Community Elkins Online um, as we are having to do our online services here. And we're starting our Christmas series because, you know, it's that season, right? Our Christmas series, The Weight of Christmas. That's kind of what we're looking at today. Um, so I really want to encourage you to, to listen, to embrace, to hear, to experience the Christmas message again. Um, probably, I mean, this is obviously it's not new, right? It's not something that we're just kind of experiencing for the first time. This is something that has been spoken about for years and years and years. Everybody has heard this idea of a baby being born on Christmas Day, right? And now, of course, historians tell us that, you know, obviously we know that Jesus wasn't necessarily born on December 25th. We know that. But it's just this is the designated time that we celebrate the coming of Jesus into the world to be the Savior of the world, to be the one who basically carried our sins to the cross, to be our healer, our redeemer, our king, right? That is what we're worshiping, and that is why we worship this morning, that is why we're here today, and that is what we're celebrating in this season. And so we're going to be talking about the weight of Christmas. Because, you know, the thing is, like, this is a season where some people just can't wait for Christmas, right? I mean, they just can't. Like, they get that Buddy the Elf, like, ah, it's Christmas, right? They get so excited, and they can't wait to decorate, and they can't wait to, to do all the things, and they can't wait to wrap the presents, and they can't wait to, to um, just celebrate with their family, and they can't wait to be around a tree, and they can't wait to see what happens when Santa comes, or when the elves come, or when, you know, whatever happens in your home, and they cannot wait for these things to happen, but then for others, there's a weight to Christmas, right? When the season hits, when Christmas comes, there's something that, that becomes a little bit heavier. There's the burden of pain, of, of sorrow, of losing a loved one, of being forgotten, of being neglected, of being maybe just alone, right? Or feeling alone. Looking at your home and realizing that maybe you're the only one in it when you used to have a lot of people there. Maybe this is just a time of, of just heaviness, right? What are, what are you supposed to really be celebrating when everything seems to be gone, right? This is, there's a two different levels of celebrating in this time, right? And, and yeah, even in that morning season, it's still a way of celebrating, right? I mean, it's it's weird, but it's the way to celebrate because... I'm not really celebrating, I'm mourning, but it's still a time of being in the season. So we're talking about that. That's what the whole focus of this, this series of talks is going to be around, is why do, what, what weight is carried during this time? And what weight did Jesus carry into this time? Because the thing is, right, we know that the baby was born, and that is awesome, and that's what we can focus on. But we also know that Christmas isn't limited at the baby. 
There's much more to come. And and we celebrate this baby because of what the baby meant, right? The, the baby meant that we were going to be brought into a right relationship with our Creator, that there was healing and reconciliation and restoration that was to come, and that the baby was going to be carrying something more than really just a bottle. Right, we've seen the, the worship songs of, um, you know, the idea of a baby being put into a, a manger and, and, oh, oh, silent night, right, which we know for sure that there probably wasn't a silent night. If you've ever been around somebody giving birth or if you've ever given birth, you know it is not a silent night, right? You know that a baby is going to cry. You know that there's going to be noises all around, that they are, especially when they're in a place of um, busyness occurring, right? It is it is not going to be a silent night. It is not some comfort time, but there's comfort that comes. You see, this is what we're talking about. When we talk about the weight of Christmas. Because all of us are carrying stuff. Right? And, and, you know, in this Christmas time, like, you might be having a bunch of presents that you're carrying under to put under the tree. Or maybe you have a bunch of things that you're carrying into the kitchen to start cooking, right? You're, you're, you're thinking about all the things that you have to start carrying. But maybe there's other burdens that are on your shoulders that you are carrying that you now need to hand over to a baby. That's weird. <laughs> That's weird. With a three-month-old in our home... I could just imagine saying, listen, kid, I can't handle it. Take it. It's ridiculous thinking. But we know that there's something more that comes from this baby. And so we are going to look at some Old Testament prophecy that brought about the idea of who this baby was going to be. And then we're going to look at some stuff in the Old Testament that ties in, or the New Testament that ties in to this prophecy. So let's look at some scripture here. We're going to be looking at the prophet Isaiah. Right, the prophet Isaiah. The prophet Isaiah was speaking to the people of Jerusalem, people, the, the the Hebrew people, sharing with them that there was something more to come, that there was something greater to come. And right now we are, they were dealing with exile. They were dealing with um, wondering whether or not they had identity. They were dealing with whether or not they were remembered by God. They were dealing with whether or not they were going to actually make it as a people. And so then Isaiah comes in trying to tell them, like, look, here are all the things that we've done that have led up to these moments, but let us remember that we have a God who is greater still and a God who's going to lift us up, a God that is gonna be present with us, a God who sees us, a God who knows us, a God who wants to be with us. And so he's saying these words in Isaiah 53, we actually find him starting off saying these words here. Who has believed what he has heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of a dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. See, that's Isaiah 53, 1 through 3. And we're going to be actually looking at Isaiah 53, 1 through 6 um, throughout this series. But this is the beginning right here. Why would we start off with this? Because honestly, those aren't really the kindest words being spoken about someone who's supposed to be coming, right? 
Like this is actually a prophecy saying that someone's going to be coming. This is written 800 years before Jesus even comes. And Isaiah is sharing these words saying, look, what's going to happen is the Lord who hears us, the Lord who sees us, the Lord who wants to reveal himself to us, he's going to bring up somebody who's, who, was, who, who has to grow up, right? Who was a child, who was a baby, has to grow up. And he has to come from a place that is really not the most important place, which we actually see in Scripture when they say Jesus of Nazareth. And then um, uh, one of the uh, Nathaniel and, and other disciples are kind of like, well, you know, wait a second. Wait a second. Hang on. Nazareth? <laughs> what good could come out of Nazareth, right? What, what, is something, what is something valuable that, no, this is a place that has nothing to offer. You're telling me that, uh, that possibly the Messiah is coming out of this place of nothing? And so we see in Isaiah, he's saying, look, he's going to come out of dry ground. He's going to come out of a place that really is not very good. And he had no former majesty that we should look at him. He's not going to be a good-looking guy. Like we look at the Jesus pictures that are on the, like I always make these jokes, but this is really, it's, it cracks me up. We see these Jesus pictures with like the wavy hair and this glow about him. Like, oh my gosh, he's, oh, he's Jesus. And it's not that. Like he was never that. In fact, that's what it says right here. It says nobody's going to have a look at him and he's going to be like, oh my gosh, we got to draw to him because of his good looks. Like he's not going to be that kind of Jesus. He's not going to be that kind of savior. He's going to be one that people are going to draw to because of what he brings about. What he reveals in his words and in his actions, and and there's gonna be he's gonna be carrying something that's gonna be a lot more desirable than just good looks. And so he also says that he's gonna be despised and rejected by men. That nobody's gonna want to be around him. Like they're gonna look at him like like no, like this isn't anything good. And we actually see this. We see this in the New Testament with him, and we're gonna be looking at that in a second. But I'm, I'm saying all this because we have, and, I'm, and, and we have to realize this about Jesus. Because I think that when we paint this picture of this mighty, awesome Jesus with like, you know, muscles and abs and like great looking cheekbones and like, okay, I mean, you can paint that picture, but that's not what we see in scripture about who he is. He was never that. But his message was powerful. His his love was powerful. His heart was powerful. His 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 actions brought power into the world. And and there was something that he was bringing that people was that were people were drawn to. And it was never about the looks. But for us, we have to understand. We have to understand that sometimes I think that we. We get into this mode of, well, Jesus, how can I relate to him? How can I relate to this Jesus? He was the son of God. He was this, he was the miracle worker. But you know what? Like sometimes I think that we, it's because we don't really understand that he was, he was like us. I'm not saying like, oh man, you're not good looking. Okay. Cause you're probably really good looking. I have a great face for podcasting. I don't have a great face for this, but you're probably a really good looking person watching this. But the reality of it is though, is that we have a Jesus who said, look, I'm, I'm not coming in here to be this all-star. I'm not. And in fact, I'm going to come into this world and I'm going to be neglected too. Just like you might feel like you've been neglected. I'm going to come to this world feeling like I don't have anybody to, to connect with. 
I'm going to come into this world. I'm going to feel I'm going to be rejected by people who I thought were going to be loving to me. I'm going to come into this world and I'm going to I'm going to experience the same kind of sorrow that you experience. I'm going to I'm going to come into this world. I'm going to be experiencing the same kind of grief that you experience. I'm going to come into this world and I'm going to deal with loss of life. I'm going to deal with loss of friends. I'm going to deal with the fact that I have nobody who's going to be with me in my darkest moments. I'm going to I'm going to come into this world and I'm going to be despised by people because they couldn't handle what I what I was trying to bring. They aren't going to despise me because I'm 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 rude. They aren't going to despise me because I'm a jerk. They aren't going to despise me because I'm because I'm mean to people. They're going to despise me because I bring a message of love that they just can't handle. They're going to despise me because I bring a message of peace that they just can't understand. I'm going to despise them because I'm going to redefine their understanding of who God is, and they're not going to like that. I'm going to redefine who God's going to welcome to his table, and they're not going to like that. And that's why I'm going to be despised. I'm going to be pushed aside. And some of us in this moment, in this season, this is the weight that we carry, that we've been despised, that we've been rejected, we've been neglected, we have been left alone. And and we've maybe thought that we didn't have a Savior who could understand that. But here in this moment, Isaiah is saying, in your time of feeling like you've been neglected, remember your Savior has done that too. In your moment of carrying the weight of feeling like you cannot, that you're experiencing this grief, that you are experiencing this pain, that you are experiencing this separation, that you are experiencing that uh, that you, you just don't have anybody you can remember that you have a Savior who went through this too. And he went to the cross, carrying that burden. And we're going to be talking about that. Because the weight of Christmas for so many of us is just this. And we see Jesus in his hometown as he's a grown man, right? We're we're celebrating a baby, but remember, he becomes a man. And he's speaking and... He speaks in parables, and his people say this. And when Jesus had finished these parables, he went away from there. And coming to his hometown, he taught them in their synagogues that they were astonished and said, Where did this man get this wisdom and these mighty works? Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary? And are not his brothers James and Joseph and Simon and Judas? And are not all his sisters with us? Where then did this man get all these things? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his hometown and in his own household. And he did not do many mighty works there because of their unbelief. You see, Jesus, (laughs) Jesus carrying this message of peace, of comfort, of life, People who knew him and and watched him grow up could not even embrace what he was trying to bring. They judged him off of his name. Is this not the carpenter's son? They didn't even use Joseph's name there, right? Because Joseph probably, possibly carried a little bit of a stigma to him. His wife, Mary, had this child out of wedlock They didn't understand. They didn't believe in the idea of this virgin birth. They couldn't get the idea that maybe that the Spirit really put the baby inside of Mary's 
belly, right? They couldn't get that. They just couldn't understand what was happening. And so they carried this stigma on Joseph. And so in here, when they just say, like, is not this the carpenter's son? They couldn't even say his name. Is not his mother called Mary, right? They, they, were, they were judging him based on all these outside factors. They couldn't even see the good things that he had to offer. They were judging all the outside things. And this, another part of carrying the weight of being neglected for many is that their past, their, their previous um, experiences, the, the other outside things that have been around them that maybe they're being pushed aside because of things that other people have done that they have to carry. And again, we have a Savior who said, I see this, I know this, and I'm experiencing it with you, alongside of you, and that is the weight that I carry at Christmas time. Because as a baby, I came into this world knowing that I was going to have to carry your burdens, knowing that I was going to have to do these things for you and experience a life, a same life that you lived, experiencing the pain that you experienced, the grief that you experienced, the sorrow that you experienced, and walking with you in your journey and being a part of that with you. I have to do this as your savior. And so at this Christmas time, when you are carrying the weight of feeling neglected and feeling alone, you need to see what is happening now. That Isaiah brought forth this prophecy saying there is going to be someone coming who knows neglect. There's going to be someone coming who knows disgrace. There's going to be someone coming who, who knows, who knows disconnect who knows what it feels like to be disconnected from family to have family members push them aside to know what it feels like to have a a home turn against him because of the message he carries this is the Savior we worship at Christmas time. And for you, for me, for everyone in this world, we need to see this because, because it's no longer a Savior who's disconnected from us. He's, brought, he's come to be with us. He came in the flesh to walk into this world, to be a part of His creation. He's not some distant deity. He's our God. He's our Messiah. He is our Redeemer. He is our Healer. He is our Restorer. He sees us. He knows us. And this weight is no longer yours to carry alone because of him coming into this world. You, have been, you may have been carrying this weight for a long time. 
And maybe you haven't been able to hand it over to Jesus. Maybe you have you've doubted that he really wants to be connected with you in that. Maybe you've you've questioned whether or not he really loves you in that way. Maybe you've questioned whether or not he could really relate to you in that way. But as a human being, God came into this world in the form of a baby to grow up to be a man who would be despised and neglected. Who would be called names. Who would be judged by his community. Who would be left alone. The one... (laughs) The one who defines Christmas would be left alone. It's crazy. But why? So a you and I, so a you and I can have a relationship with him. That we can relate to him. And that he can relate to us. So now when he carried his stuff to the cross, he understood. He understood why. He understood why we have the pain that we have. He understood why we would turn. He understood why we would wonder and question whether or not God is with us. He understood why we would question whether or not we were even loved by God. He would come to us and he would understand why when Isaiah wrote his prophecy 800 years before he came why he would have to write that because those people were wondering why they had been neglected why would they have been forgotten by God of all people the God who said that he would set them apart Why? And then Christmas comes and some of us sit wondering why. Why would God want to be with me? Why would God want to connect with me? Why would God even think about being a part of a relationship with me? Why would God even welcome me to the table? Why would that even happen? And the reality it is, is because he was with us. He saw us. He knew us. He lived with us. He lived for us. And he went to the cross to carry the weight off of us. That is Christmas. That is why we worship. That is why we're here. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this season. We thank you, God, for what we worship and why we worship. We thank you, God, that we worship because of your son, Jesus, who you sent into this world to be with us, to live like us, to experience life like us. Thank you for carrying the weight of neglect off of our shoulders. By carrying the weight of disconnect 
off of our shoulders. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to restore a relationship with you through the birth of your son. Thank you. Father, we lift up our hearts and our minds to you in this season and may we remember why we are celebrating to know that we have a Savior who came to be with us. Thank you. We praise you. And it's in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to the New Community Elkins podcast. Um, Again, I am Pastor Bobby Benavides, and I really appreciate you joining us. I hope the message was encouraging. I hope it challenged you in your journey with Jesus and moves you to a deeper relationship with your Creator. Have a great week.